0: What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Marriage Mondays here on the Two Feet on the Ground Gravity Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris.
1: And I'm your other host, Jamie. And today we're going to be talking about allowing others to speak into your life.
0: You know, early on in my military career, I remember this phrase, permission to speak freely, sir.
1: And if you said that, were you about to say something warm and fuzzy?
0: No, actually, it was usually going to include some cuss words, and it was directed towards a commissioned or senior non-commissioned officer.
1: What was your hope if you were asking permission? How should they respond? We
0: were hoping they would say permission granted, and then we could say whatever the heck we wanted to. But in reality, you actually still had to watch what you're about to say. Now, here's the goal, folks. In our marriages, in our professions, in our life, We want people to say really tough things to us that we need to hear so that stuff isn't in our blinders. I don't know, Jamie, what do you think? Do we give this a
1: shot? Permission granted. Here
0: we go. You know, the discipline of allowing others to speak into my life is something that I've really learned through my military and civilian law enforcement experiences. You know, 23 years of being a a public servant in those different areas has taught me that if I'm not willing to listen to other people, that bad things may happen. Literally, sometimes it is a life and death event that is about to take place. And I've had both junior members, people that were less ranked than me, and I've had people that were superior to me tell me to do something. And because I had a trusting relationship with them, and I listened, I was more safe. Sometimes there was a danger area or an unknown danger area that I was about to expose myself or my team to, that somebody else saw, somebody else told me to pause or to stop, and I listened to them. and I reassessed, recognized what was going on, and and realized that I needed to uh, to use a different tactic or approach something a little bit differently. And I think this really applies to our life. And as Jamie and I talked about this, and we were talking about my law enforcement experience, we remembered uh, a story that one of our close friends told us over a decade ago about how this applied in his life in a totally different way.
1: It was maybe even close to two decades ago at this point, but he was on a sailboat with his dad. This was a hobby they did, and I don't know all the working mechanisms of a sailboat, but There was the sail portion swinging across the boat, and his dad said one word. Do you remember the one word?
0: I think he said duck.
1: He absolutely said duck. And without thinking, Garrett just ducked, and because he ducked, he wasn't knocked out, he wasn't knocked off the ship, he wasn't injured, he just listened to that of his dad, because his dad said duck with authority.
0: Yeah, but you have to, we have to have those type of relationships. We have to have those type of relationships where people can say something to us, uh, whether it be their tone, their inflection, whether it be the words they use, that grabs our attention and causes us to recognize that we need to, we need to listen up. And Jamie and I haven't always had this in our marriage. Uh, We want to focus on the marriage piece first. We're going to expand a little bit beyond that here in a little bit, maybe into your work life as well. But in our marriage, we haven't always had a relationship where we could say things to each other and the other one was going to stop and listen instantly because of, of what was being said.
1: We really had to create a culture where we could speak into each other's lives and listen to it, process it, and basically just allow it to happen.
0: Yeah. And I think it was a little bit easier for me to say something to Jamie, but I didn't always say it right. My approach wasn't good. My inflection, my timing, there were so many things I was doing wrong with it, that it didn't go well. The communication didn't go well. But I know for a fact, it was really hard for Jamie to speak into my life. It was hard for her to say tough things to me that were either in my blinders or I just didn't want to hear. And it's come through a lot of trial and error. And a lot of maturing, I think, to where she both is comfortable saying it, and I'm a whole lot better receiving it.
1: And I think one of the things that's been beneficial to our marriage is you asking me, would you like to say anything on this? And even better, you've put open-ended offers out there to revisit whatever it is we're talking about at any time I need to. And that has really helped our communication and just giving me that permission to bring things up.
0: Yeah, it's taken a lot though of, of becoming more self-aware, of recognizing and being honest with myself of whether whatever we're talking about is good or bad, uh, is, is healthy or unhealthy. There's, there's times in the past where I just didn't recognize that as quickly. And and I'm I'm certainly trying, and I think I've become a lot more self-aware to recognize when, you know what, this may not be a great a great habit for me to be having right now or a great choice for a time commitment. And so I know when I have that still small voice, I probably need to go to someone who I trust.
1: And me, I'm right, I'm right here.
0: She, she's the number one. And then there's some other people. <laughs> but go to her and, and and open that door. Create the opportunity and ask her, hey, what do you think about this? And wow, it, it has prevented or ended a whole bunch of conflict with us. And it's also just been a blessing to my my own physical and mental health, allowing her to speak into, into my life.
1: In addition, though, to opening that door, I feel like we've had to learn the gift of time in there, too. Because I might not be prepared if you go and open a door for me to say something, I might not be prepared to say it right back to you.
0: Yeah, no, that's a really good point where... Where I open a door and say, Hey, what do you think about this? Uh, is this wise, a wise decision for me to make? Or uh, do you, do you see any, any problems with our current life routines? And, uh, sometimes you say, I need to think about it. Uh, this is something I need to chew on and I, I'm willing to speak into it, but I, I need some time to process my thoughts before I say something to you. And I, I agree with you. I think that's really been strong. Hey, what, what have been the, just sitting here thinking, like, the root causes. I'm thinking, you know, some of the different ways that you and I process things. I'm just thinking of how you and I, why we weren't connecting on things, and why it was tough for you to say stuff.
1: I think we've expressed before that Chris has hopes, dreams, ambitions, and often they come at me like a fire hydrant with Which water.
0: Jamie likes firefighters, so, you know, that is probably good.
1: I do, but in this analogy, it is... Too much. Por favor, Johnny, no.
0: Movie reference. Act of Valor. Act of Valor, yes. Very good.
1: And so um, when he brings these different things to me, he has gone from zero to 60 in his mind, and, and he'd like to talk about it right now in full capacity. And my processing style is thinking about impacts differently than he's thought about it. So I need some time on that.
0: Yeah. And see, the thing is for me is sometimes I'll keep that stuff stored in my brain for a little bit. And by the time I share it with her, I've usually attached it to some type of core value or virtue. And and so now I am all on board. The fact that this is a virtuous act or task and, and I'm excited about it, I'm sharing it with her and that she doesn't get on board Like, are you kidding me?
1: I'm basically the killer of all fun things. I'm the fun killer, and I don't like being that person, but it's my role.
0: Yeah, it's been her role throughout our marriage, folks. And But I really learned that I had to allow her to speak into my life, and I had to allow her ultimately then to speak into our marriage because she has different perspectives, just like my coworkers might see a dangerous space that I've missed and I'm about to walk into it where literally I could be killed. Jamie is seeing a, a different angle on something that may be virtuous. You know, I might want to go and fly to Burma to inoculate babies. Eep hai, Another movie reference for Christmas is folks, you got to watch it. And, and so that that's great. Inoculating babies in Burma is great. But is it the right thing for us at this time? And maybe it is, but maybe it isn't. Maybe we have other things going on that we need to focus on instead. And so it's been a a lesson. and, And really the best thing that I could say to anyone listening, if you're having a similar conflict with your spouse, where you're really passionate about something and your spouse isn't jumping on board, we have to recognize the value We have to recognize the strength that our partner is bringing to the relationship and the fact that they're seeing something from a different angle. And if they are hesitating, we should be hesitating too. We should be slowing down or completely stopping and saying, what do you see? What do you see? What am I missing? And and I want us to be in unison on this if we're going to move forward with it.
1: Who else might we grant permission to speak into our life?
0: Yeah. Folks, I think your spouse, you really need to be in a spot where you're going to let your spouse speak into your marriage, into your life. It's so impactful. They're going to see things that that you're not going to see and that others aren't either because we see each other so intimately and and, and in close parameters. But we want other people in our life to be able to speak into both our marriages, our professions, our parenting, and, and everything else that we have going on. And so Jamie and I have learned that we have those relationships as well. And there's a few that come to mind. Our parents at different points have been sounding boards for us.
1: And sometimes we just need to speak to them to vent or sometimes we are genuinely calling and saying help.
0: We don't know what to do. We're lost. What should we do here? Um, there's other folks though. I've I've had a no- number of close friends that I tr- I really trust. And when they give me advice, it, it means a lot.
1: And these are people, once again, that have a vantage point that we might not be considering and allowing them to speak into our life is valuable.
0: Yeah. When it comes to like a profession, I, I, I think of one person, there's a lot of people, there's a number of people that over the course of my career have spoken, in, spoke, sp- have spoken wise words into my life. But I can think of one in particular that has just been there at these critical junctions uh, when I was struggling with anxiety and depression, uh, I called him up one night. He came and picked me up, and he drove me around for like four or five hours. And then I've gone back to him at these two other critical points these 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 crossroads and and I've just sat there and said, "Hey, I'm struggling. I'm really struggling right now with with circumstances, with thoughts, with frustrations." And he's just been a great listener, and then he's just been a really—he's done a really good job of of helping me frame my th- thoughts and and just giving me a slightly different perspective. that Has really changed um, the course that I was I was heading towards. Uh, I don't know, Jamie. What about you? Because again, you're you being a teacher, I can give you advice in life, but when it comes to being a teacher, I don't know what it is to teach in public schools, teach Spanish, teach. English, uh, do you have those people that you've allowed to speak into your life?
1: Absolutely. One in particular has been a huge professional help to me, and not just in the profession, but also as a Christ follower. So I feel like foundationally, we already have that in common. But I feel like I can say to her things that I'm concerned about, plans for my career path, and know that it's a safe place and I appreciate and respect her opinion and her wisdom on whatever subject we're talking about.
0: Yeah, hey, we, we want to help you uh, because we think this is so important. We think it's so important for you to be both authentic with what's going on in your life, and then I'm gonna use the word vulnerable, to be a little bit vulnerable to allow others to then speak into your life and and say really tough things, and for you to listen. And we, we didn't do this intentionally. Like when it comes to Jamie and me allowing each other to speak into each other's lives, when it comes to us picking, you can call them mentors or friends and allowing them to speak into our life. It wasn't something you and I did on purpose, was it?
1: No, it just happened because life happened and they were walking with us during those different times
0: in some places I feel like we were desperate and I feel like that caused us to to turn to people and allow them to speak into our life. And in the reflection at least us getting ready for this podcast it was it was fun for us to say well then what did these people have in common that caused us to to trust them to that that created this relationship where we would listen to them. And we have some ideas there.
1: Right, we're trying to answer that question of why them. And Chris already hit on a couple there, but let's expand something that's attractive to this type of wisdom is people of character. We saw people of character and we were drawn to that and drawn to them.
0: So I would say the evidence of their actions, us watching them live life and them doing it in a way that was just full of character, whether it be integrity, the hard work, humility, selflessness. I mean, there's so many character traits that we've seen in in some of these people that we've already referenced that drew us to them, that made us believe that they would have something wise to say to us. Uh, And it was through that, that we pursued them. I think that might be a good word. Yeah. Pursued those relationships. And we started spending a lot of time with them. And so that's the second piece, folks. One If you're going to trust someone and you're going to allow them to speak into your life, we think they need to be people of character. And then we think you need to spend time with them, whether it be over coffee, over meals, doing home improvement projects together.
1: Over Zoom, different ways you can spend time with people. Uh, I speak to my mom every day over the phone. And that's a portion of the time that I count with time together with her.
0: And I feel like once we... Once we identify people of character and we start spending time with them, it's going to create something we've already touched on so far. It's going to create that element of trust. Without trust as a foundation, folks, you're not going to listen to people. They might be extremely wise. They might be saying exactly what you need to hear right now for you to avoid some catastrophic poor life choice, but you may not listen to them anyway. I trusted my coworkers when i had junior less ranking coworkers say stop and i stopped it was because i trusted them i trusted them with my life and in our lives uh, we want to have that that trust element so we we believe people of character spending lots of time together investing in time will create an environment of trust where where tough things can be said uh, but there's more what what more things did we identify
1: jim another element, I guess, that has come into play is this idea of reciprocating relationship. Maybe our friends, maybe our family was in a tough spot at some time, at some point, and they were vulnerable with us. It then invites us to reciprocate that relationship with them and to be vulnerable.
0: Absolutely, right? Those relationships that are a two-way street, uh, they Boy, it's just, it feels great. It feels great because uh, those people have been there for us and we've been there for them and we're we're re- really in the trenches together living life.
1: Another element that we talked about was being attracted to people who are a season ahead of us in life, in maturity, in whatever thing we're going through right then. They've been there, done that, and they have some wisdom to offer.
0: Yeah, a lot of times those people are older than us, but not always, I feel like there's been people that have that are younger than me but they've just experienced something that I haven't experienced. And so because of that, I think they're going to have a perspective to give me. I mean, they've been in the trenches, they've done the work. It's been hard. I watched them do it or I've heard of them doing it and and that's the reason why I've pursued those those mentors, those people to hear what they think we should do in these circumstances. And I think that speaks into the last one, at least the last one that I wrote down of just experience. Uh, they're, They're a season or two ahead of us in the thing that we're struggling with. They have experience, they have competency and that's why we trust them. That's why we're going to them and saying, I don't know what to do here. What do you think?
1: So the call to action today is to allow others to speak into your life. Be prepared with the response, permission granted. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Marriage Monday.
0: We want to hear from you. How are we doing? There's a few different ways that you can communicate back with us. First and foremost, if you're consuming this on Apple or Spotify, you can still rate and review us. Go to our main page, go down to the bottom. There's five little stars that are waiting there. If we've earned it, we'd really appreciate a five-star rating. It'll increase our viewability on those platforms. If we haven't earned it, you can shoot us an email at chris at gravityct.com. Let us know how to make it better. Let us know of future Marriage Monday topics or guests for me to interview.
1: Remember, friends, getting married is easy. Staying married is really tough. So go and love well.